Welcome to the Wedding People podcast, hosted by Rihanna Elizabeth and Rebecca Brennan-Brown. On this podcast, you'll find Rihanna and I chatting through tips and tricks on how to not get stressed at your wedding, how to make your pounds go further, and generally just all things wedding. In this podcast, we may say the odd naughty word, so if you don't want to hear us dropping the F-bomb and you have tiny little ears around, we suggest that you listen to us later. We really want this podcast to be as interactive as possible, so do get in touch with us at theweddingpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. What would you like to talk about today, Rihanna? I would like to talk about me. <laughs> okay. What would you like to talk about? I thought, How was your day? Oh, well, my day was interesting because I saved a man's life today. Did you strictly save the man's life, though? Well, no, but I managed <laughs> to put my first aid training to good use. Uh, not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, well, exactly. And I found a man lying in the middle of the road... And he bumped his head quite badly and I stayed with him and I helped him until his wife arrived and until the ambulance arrived. Um, So well done to everybody who helped on Bridge Road Greys this evening um, in the very, very cold weather helping poorly little man in the road. Little man. Well done for helping the man. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk more specifically about your wedding or did anything else happen? No, nothing else. Did you happened. save anyone else? No, no, I didn't save anybody else today. But I thought it would be good for us to do like regular little kind of wedding check-ins to see what's going on and how I am getting on with my planning. Because we don't tend to talk about your planning really, unless there's like a like a worry or a problem. Yeah, like the details of it all. Yeah, probably because we talk about so much other shit. Probably. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Just not enough hours in the day. There's just not enough hours. There's just not enough. Right, so you've got a year and four months. I do. I do. (laughs) Until you say I do. Yeah. Is that scary yet? No, it's it's all fine. It's been quite an emotional week. First of all, though, I've been a very naughty girl. Because I have done something which I always tell my brides to do and my grooms to do. And I haven't got my wedding insurance naughty Ray Ray. Oh what you're naughty because you've not got your wedding insurance. Yeah and it's something that is hugely important. Not everybody does it but I definitely definitely recommend getting it. I am actually in the process of getting quotes. Okay. There are so many different types of wedding insurance. So I was looking on www.comparewedginginsurance.org.uk and you can kind of look at what you need. It kind of goes up in tiered brackets at the moment, I'm leaning towards wedding sure. They, they ask you what your wedding budget is and then they will give you a kind of policy that they think suits you best. So I think I'm going to use them. But there's other companies like John Lewis provide it. Loads of other like high street retailers provide it. I think Debenhams might. And then there's like the independents like Wedplan and all that kind of thing. There's loads and it can be overwhelming, but you just need to make sure that you read what you're looking for. Um, I think they range from something like 20 quid and upwards. I'm looking at around £100. And I think the excess fees are around 50 quid. Like cancellation cover, suppliers, ensuring that each of your suppliers gets like £35,000 worth of cover, of damage and all that kind of thing. They should have like public liability and, and things like that in place. But it's just best to have it. And it's not a lot of money considering what you end up spending in the long run. So I will keep you updated and let you know who I end up going with and the details of yeah. the cover and stuff. 
It's one of those really annoying things that kind of feels like an unnecessary expense to pay out for because yeah. you're really unlikely to use it. But it's one of those situations, exactly like car insurance, that yeah, if you need it and you've not got it, it's just a nightmare. Well, I kind of feel like you get your phone insured, right? And your phone, phones are, well, if you've got an iPhone, they're like 500 to 900 pounds for a natural handset. But some people, well, people usually spend more than that on a dress. So if you're going to spend more money on one element of your wedding than you do with something that you have on you all the time, yeah. just for one day, it makes no sense to me why you wouldn't get insurance. Oh, 100%, I completely agree. So yes, do that. Yeah, do that. So I'll let you know, but um, I probably, I haven't left it too late at all because, you know, I've booked my venue and I brought my dress. <sighs> yeah. Woohoo. Yeah. Um, it's very soon, I know that, but... So when you started your wedding insurance, uh, you've been naughty because this is something that you would normally tell your clients. That's what I thought you were going to say, that you've bought your dress and it's early. Uh, well, it depends. This is kind of a couture gown. Oh, ofs. Um, so it takes about six months for the actual um, dress to come in before I can get fitted into it. So they take my measurements and then they order it and then they do the alterations if you need it once it's arrived. Because obviously I'm going to lose a bit of weight. But it's very early for a lot of people. Well, a lot of people think it's early, but it's not to me. And also, it was my first wedding dress shop. I went to Bellissima Weddings in South Wooden Ferrers in Chelmsford. And they were amazing. The team were so helpful, so nice. And it can be very overwhelming and they make you just feel so calm. And the designer that I loved was having a particular day in the store that day. And I tried this dress on that I've loved for years. Tried on others, but just knew. I just knew that this dress was for me. Right. So why did you call me? (laughs) So, listeners, I get a call from Rihanna in a fitting room saying, why did you... I can't even remember what you said to me because I won't lie. (laughs) I was definitely in bed. I'd I'd just woken up from a nap. (laughs) So... (laughs) I can't exactly remember how the conversation went. I remember I didn't say very much to you. But why did you call me? I don't know. I think it was reassurance. Well, it was reassurance. I know that's exactly what it was. I think because... Because you were just with your mum. I was with my mum and I'm actually so pleased I was now. I mean, obviously I was pleased, but I wasn't with my girls. I wasn't with any other family members. I was with my mum. But that actually made it a lot more special in the end because we expected to try on like loads of dresses, loads, loads of different trips to bridal shops. But I tried the dress on... And then I tried others on. I thought everything else is just boring now. And I knew, considering I'd loved this this dress for years, I just knew this was the dress for me. Um, and I see so many dresses every single day. And they're all gorgeous. But, you know, when you... Uh, I just put it on and I felt like it had been made specifically for myself. Yeah. And it was over my budget, but not too much over my budget that I didn't try on. Like, if it was ridiculous amounts of money that I couldn't afford, I would never have put it on. Like, I think you have in your head, right, this is the budget that I want to spend. But when it comes to dress shopping, for me, I think I was being, I was being very reasonable. I thought, you can get some amazing gowns for under a thousand pounds. You know, I went over, but not to the point of where I was going to make, it was going to be difficult for me. Yeah, I think as well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think that price point thing for you, I sort of looked at it as, 
like it just happened that that, that dress cost that much mm. like i think i don't see you as a person who if that dress was 600 pounds that you wouldn't have bought it because it like it, it wasn't ex- expensive enough do you no, know what i mean no it's just kind of like happened that it was that that price yeah and i didn't even know the price when i rang her up she asked me what my budget kind of price point was because then they know what to show me on the day and when I told her the specific dress that I had in in mind she she told me well that is over your budget Mm. she said do you want to try it on or not and in my head I went yeah yeah that's that's what I want to try on but I I wanted to try that dress on even before I knew the cost and if Mm. the cost had been a completely unreasonable cost I wouldn't have done it to myself Mm -hmm. that must be quite hard for the bridal consultants as well particularly if you know that you've I've got a bride that loves a dress that you maybe can't afford or fair play to them for telling you that that dress was over your budget. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's not an element that we usually get involved with with our brides, that, you know, the the wedding dress fittings and the shopping. We get sent kind of what our brides pick and we get sent, um, we get asked for recommendations of where to go. Um, but we don't actually get involved very much. So for me, it was a very new part of the kind of planning side to things. At one point, I got very overwhelmed. And I found that I didn't keep the dresses on for very long. A lot of people will just spend ages in their... I mean, you get an hour and a half. At Bellissima, they, they give you an hour and a half. But as soon as I got a dress on and I come out, I was like, okay... There's only so much, so, so long I can look at this dress. I'm going to get out of it now and change my dress. But others love to be in them. But I, I didn't particularly love being in them for very long. I was like, okay, I just want yeah. to get the next one on now. And I don't know if that was because I, I did try that the dress I loved on first. Yeah. Then I tried on some others. I found one that I liked a lot. But a lot of the dresses that I found that I had pit so they, they basically they took me to different sections of the shop so you have your ball gowns and your fishtails and then you have your kind of princess dresses and the kind of sleeky sexy dresses and then you kind of point to the ones that you like and they tag them and they bring them to you and I found that in a lot of the traditional white dresses I just felt very grown up and sophisticated mm. and that's not actually how I see myself I see myself more as playful and fun so it's really funny how you have an idea of that looks lovely on a hanger, that looks great in a photo, but the minute that you put them on, it is exactly what we say. You do not know until you try it. Most people would say that as soon as they put a white dress on, they get quite emotional because they feel like a bride. Mm. Because like a bridal gown, it doesn't look like anything else. Yeah. It's funny that you didn't get that from like your traditional dress. and like Because it, it, from what you've said to me, it doesn't sound like you got emotional... Like you felt like a grown up in an emotional way of like, oh my God, I'm going to get married. Yeah, no. I mean, I think everybody has a very different idea on what they vision themselves on their wedding day. And I don't know whether it's because I work in the industry and I'm desensitised. I have no idea. But I just want to feel like myself, but the best version of myself rather than wear something that I wouldn't really wear. So I wanted something that echoed my personality and I felt like if I'd opted for a traditional, the traditional kind of white gown that, you know, fishtail pulls in at the waist, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, I'm not going to give anything away on what dress I've picked. You'll have to find out on my wedding day. You know, ofs. But the the kind of traditional, traditional dresses, I mean, there's so many different ones now. There's nude and blush and champagne and 
panel, you know, sheer panels and illusion and embellishment, you know, and there's so many different things. And I went for like the different styles. I did obviously try the traditional dress on and come out and I was like, oh, yeah, it's nice. It's funny. And then I tried on the like the heavily beaded stuff. And thought, oh, I just feel like I could be going to like a fancy work event. It's funny, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Because like, I have always said as much as, because I'm worried that I am going to have tainted my own wedding for myself because I've spent all day, every day, not all day, sometimes (laughs) I look at boring corporate things, Um, (laughs) but I spend a lot of my day looking at wedding things and stuff for weddings and that sort of thing. The one thing Mm. I've promised myself is that I will not try on a white wedding dress or any kind of wedding dress until I am getting married because that's the one thing that I kind of wanted Mm. to keep like sacred and holy for that. So it's just, I I suppose it's a weird one because Mm. it doesn't surprise me that you've gone for the dress that you've gone for because it is so you Mm. and it suits you down to the bone. I suppose I am a little bit surprised that you've not gone more bridal. Yeah. Yeah, I felt so happy and so sad. And my mum looked at me and she went, oh, it's such a shame it's all over. And I do feel that way, like a bit. And all my girlfriends, they weren't there. And I rang them like, I've got my dress. They were like, oh. And they were like all excited to go to all these boutiques. And a part of me is like, oh, it's such a shame that I won't try any more on. But... As soon as I tried on the others after I tried the dress on, I was like, this is not fun anymore. Like, yeah, they're pretty, but they're just not for me now. So, yeah, yes, it's over and it's very short, but... Because is that why you were emotional? Because I saw you uh, just after you bought your dress. Yeah, you did, yeah. <laughs> but as, as every time I see you now, we had a podcast to record. Yeah. So it was like a bit like, enough about the dress. <laughs> we have yeah. to record the thing. Um, so we didn't really get much time to talk about it. Is that that mm. that's the bit that was making you upset? No, I. So basically, because you were on edge when I saw. I you. was on edge. Well, I tried the dress on. I took it off, tried some more on, and then the rep, the designer rep, came back round. She hadn't seen me in it, and she was like, "Oh, can you put the dress back on? I want to see you in it." So I did, and they kind of did what they do on the telly and say yes, the dress, and they jacked me up, and my mum just like lost her shit (laughs) just started crying and then I didn't get emotional that emotional I got a bit kind of like choked up seeing her cry so I got a bit choked up and then I asked to get back into the last dress that I pulled just to see because it was very different from the dress I had on and I just wanted to get it out of my head so I tried it on and came back out stood up on the podium and then I burst into tears because I realised that that was my dress and why I was upset is that it was over my budget. And I thought, can I really right. afford this dress? And I knew that they were actually giving 10% off on the day if I put a deposit down. And I, I tried my wedding planning tools, but it was the only day they were offering that discount for this dress. Yeah. Um, and it's not a dress that's available in many stores. So I was really like, oh my God, no one else is here. I need to put a deposit down. It's very soon. What if I'm making the wrong decision? But then I thought, I'm not making the wrong decision. I just mm. I just knew I wasn't. But I think it was the price more than anything. And my mum just turned around and she looked at me and she said, I will not let you walk out of this shop without this dress. And then I just cried even more. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I was like, oh, good <laughs> mum. She's great. She was so great. Maybe it was better, better that not everybody was there because I feel like maybe if my girls were there, they would have been like, try on more, try on more. Whereas this is, the the dress is just everything I, I've always wanted, so. Well, yeah, that's fun. I guess it is sad that it's over and you don't have to do that. But also you could look at it in another way. Like, you've got your dress. Oh, I know. And it's amazing because everything I'm doing now, I'm theming around the dress. Like, for example, the bridesmaid dresses. Now I know what colour they're going to be in. And now I know what style they're going to have. And I now know what bouquet I'm going to have. Like, well, I think I know. Because you style it now, you adapt mm. the way you look to your dress like including your hair and which is also interesting because I was going to go with my hair down and now I'm like I'm going to have an updo so that's stressing me out but yeah why is that stressing you out I don't know I suppose because I always had it in my head that my hair would just be down and loose I actually went back yesterday to try the dress on again (laughs) before it disappeared out of the shop and goes on tour my dress goes on tour um uh so Oliver's sister was there. Beyonce. Beyonce. Oliver's sister was there and she put my hair up. And I went, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, now I have to have my hair up. <laughs> so I have to, or some somehow up half, to, I don't know. See, this is what I'm stressing out because it's not something that I thought I had to worry about and now I have to worry about it. <laughs> no, you don't have to worry about it. That's stupid. I know. Like, I'm being a complete, I, I'm literally, this is what I, I said it before. I love the fact that I'm going into planning my own wedding as someone who isn't a planner because I worry about the things that I tell my clients not to worry about. Yeah. The well, the updo thing, mm. we spoke a lot about that with Shona. Yeah. And because we haven't discussed this yet, I don't know if it, that episode is going to be live by the time we discuss this yet, <laughs> but in that episode we discussed a lot about doing what suits you and what you feel comfortable in. And also, do you remember um, those tips that my mum sent yeah. On a scale of one to death, how much does it matter if you have your hair up or down? Like, <laughs> majorly. <laughs> no, do you know why? This is why... So I went with my mum, I tried it on. I went back with Oliver's mum, my mum, my nanny, oh, and Oliver's sister. And Oliver's sister went, put your hair up. I went, no, I don't need to. Why? She went, just to see what it looks like with your hair up. I went, but I'm having my hair down. She went, just put your hair up. So I put my hair up and they went, oh, well, now I need my hair up and it shows the dress off more. So yeah, it's be very important. Honest, I do think that the style of the <clears> dress <throat> would probably suit an updo more. But yeah, do whatever's comfortable for you. Also, you can take it down again if you want to. It's definitely not something to be losing sleep about. No, true. But I might have a bit of half and a bit of bit up. I might have half oh. up and half down. Yeah. Well, we need to have do uh, that. trials now, didn't I? I wasn't going to have a hair trial. Now I'm going to have a hair trial now. <laughs> <sighs> See? Question. Mm. You went with your mummy first time and then you went with Oliver's mum, Oliver's sister and your nan and the second mummy. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your mum. If your nan said to you, Rihanna, that looks awful, <laughs> that is not a flattering dress for you, <laughs> what on earth are you doing? <laughs> Would you have still bought it? Yeah. Yeah, I would have I mean, bought it. I you'd already put the deposit down by this <clears> point, but <throat> theoretically. No, do you know what? I think when I bought it and I thought, you know, oh gosh, I mean, for me, I'm not a huge fan of mermaid style dresses on myself, right? But mm. on somebody else, it would look fantastic. So I feel like when you're in a dress that you don't care what people think of it because you love mm. it so much, that's the dress for you. And I thought, well... Yeah. 
if nobody likes me in this dress, then I don't care. <laughs> and yeah. my nan, my nan, right, she's the most hilarious person ever because she will tell you how, how it is. She's 90 years old. She was 90 on Sunday. This was, this was like... She was 90, six days Big ago. Big up, nan. Big up, my nan. Um, and she's the kind of person, when you walk into a room, she goes, oh, looking a bit heavy. You're like, oh, all right. So I said to... <laughs> I said to my uh, mum and my, my dad before they brought her in, I was like, can you just tell her that she's got to be on her best behaviour? <laughs> I was like, and if she doesn't like it, she's got to not, not say. <laughs> but uh, no. I knew that she expected being something different because she went, oh, it's very different. Like, yeah, well, different does different mean good? So I think she loved it. She loved it. She loved the detail on it. Um, yeah. And I think I think you're right in that, like, we, everyone knows what it feels like. Well, I hope everyone knows what it feels like. To be wearing something and feel that good in yourself that yeah. you're li- literally walking down the street like oh, I couldn't give a shit what you exactly because I am fabulous yeah and I I'm one of those people who think everyone looks lovely in a wedding dress <laughs> yeah 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 everyone looks lovely in a wedding dress I think I mean did you watch my big fat gypsy wedding though everyone looks lovely in a wedding dress you definitely can't put that in mate we're gonna get lynched by the gypsies. <laughs> Can you imagine? We're going to get lynched by the gypsies. So how did she die? <laughs> Strangled <Lynched>. by taffeta. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, God. Oh, God. What's this dream about then? So... saying something about a dream. I've had this reoccurring dream. I had it a couple of months ago, and maybe it wasn't even that long ago. I had this dream where... I was getting ready to go into the ceremony and mm-hmm. I got to the aisle and realised that we hadn't picked any music. So no music was going to play. So then I've shouted down the aisle to Oliver. Tell him to... <laughs> told me about this before. Yeah, I've shouted down the aisle to Oliver. Tell him to put Adele. Fill my love on. <laughs> and then I went, no, don't do that. It's really depressing. Put on John Legend, all of me. And then that's what played. And I had the same dream last night. Different scenario. Didn't mention Adele this time, but I said, put on John Legend. So I have no idea what it means. But we don't have ceremony music in both of these dreams. And it's stressing me out because I don't know what it means now. Well, why don't you just take it as a sign and have John Legend all of me as your ceremony music? Probably, though, more of a sign that John Legend should come and perform all of me. (laughs) No? No? Welcome to the world of Rihanna's brain. (laughs) Little shout out to John Legend if you want to give me a freebie. Holler at me. Zero to a hundred real quick. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm taking from the dream. Great. You are literally like dictionary definition of extra. Yeah, I'm proud of it. Sorry, I'm just sipping on my gin. (laughs) It's fine, mate. You sip on your gin. Yeah, so that's my dream. Well, my mum, because she's a counsellor and that, she, I've just made her years of counselling, education and all sorts just I've just diminished it all by going she's a counsellor and that <laughs> oh poor mama sorry mum but she knows what dreams mean and stuff so I'll ask her yeah please it was a lot more detailed than that so if she wants me to give her detail I'm happy to do a voice note for her. <laughs> okay I'll let her know well she said that she was she's going to come on the podcast and <gasps> do an episode about yeah. bridal stress and how not to um, put too much pressure on yourself and how to deal with the stress and tips for coping with the stress and that sort of thing. I love this. 
I know I'm a bit biased because she's my mum, mm. but I genuinely find it really interesting. And then when she gives me these tips, just about general life, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I'll stop now. It doesn't really matter if that's pink or blue, does it? I, th- <laughs> I think it would be really good for her to come on and talk about that kind of thing, considering that she deals with it all the time and she's a professional with how the mind works. You've met? Have you met my mum? No, but you've not met my mum. Can I just what? insert here? That Rebecca, after we spoke about Rebecca possibly wearing her mum's dress for her for her wedding, Rebecca sent me a picture of her mum on her wedding day, and it is like looking at Rebecca. You were the same person when your mum was getting married. It is, it could have been you in that dress. It was so it was so lovely actually. It was like oh my god, you look so much like your mummy. Yeah, so she was in that picture. She would have been same age as me now. Oh my gosh. I'm definitely going to put this up on the um, Instagram page. So get, you know, I'll put a picture of my mum up on her wedding day and you will do one of your mum as well because, oh my God, you look so much like your mum. Otherwise though, except from your reoccurring dreams, Mm -hmm. we're good. We're good. Um, Something really lovely happened. We got a um, gift in the post from our photographer, Jess Soper, who sent us a lovely picture frame that has a little message in it saying, thank you for picking me as your wedding photographer. Please put one of your wedding photos in here once we get them back. Oh, that's so cute. So thoughtful. So lovely. I love that. Love, love her. Such a lovely lady. Like, I feel so comfortable. I'm so excited. What, like, what, just a nice thing to do. I know. It's, It's just like little things like that. I know I've picked the right people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, when you sent me that WhatsApp today, it's funny because I've been putting together a, um, like an image pack of pictures from a couple's wedding mm. that um, I was going to send to them. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, it, it feels really personal. And also for me, like, just as the planner looking back on the pictures, I was like smiling at them. So it's such a nice like, thing to be able to do something like that for someone. How are you getting on with your um, save the dates? Well, Asha at and Babouche, I'm, I'm going to say it like that every time, Babouche, has sent me through our first draft of our monogram, which is beautiful, and I will share it with you when it's been sent out to our guests. I'll put a little um, picture of the save the date up. We're having the monogram made so that we can have it on all of our other stationery, and it kind of represents us. And she's so good. Oh my gosh. She's so talented. Sorry, she, as in Asha, is so talented and so lovely to work with. And you know what I really like is that she creates everything on a Trello board. I studied art for a number of years. I should know what that is. Well, I don't. It's actually not, well. It's not art, so you're let you're let off. So Trello is like a web-based project management site. So you have different sections. So you can post up a subject. So let's say save the dates and then under that it will be a list of what I've told her I want and then maybe some images for kind of design direction and then she'll put up the first draft of said design and then I'll go in and put my notes in but there's also a way that she can post up the invoice and flag when it needs to be paid so rather than communicate over email all the time there's like one place that you go and you get notifications and I've never worked. This is interesting. I know. I've never worked with a supplier like this. But as a bride, it's so much easier. And then if you don't get a notification, you'll get a little email going, Hi, have you looked at the Trello board? Is everything okay? 
and then you can add things as you go so for example I'm now having menus made so there's like a little menu section and yeah it's great it's amazing I love it and it's genius that she's what she works like this so I live my life on Asana which is this it's, it's the same thing Asana is like a, but I just use it as a to-do list because I was like I have a, a different um, project for mm. every event that I have, and then I'll have yeah. in the same way that you will have like save the dates, menus, that all those things. I'll have catering, transport, um, production as my headers, and I work like that. That's how I work. That's how I literally live my entire life. Fraser has access to our Asana board, so if we run out of milk, you better believe it's going on the shopping Asana. <gasps> Like, that's literally how I live my life. But I never considered using it like that in a way of adding clients to it and it being, like, this mutual creative board. That's really interesting. No, do you know what? I can't... I cannot believe it. It's funny because um, I was working with a blogger um, who created a Trello board of... kind of in collaboration. So you you do, like, guest writing on on her site. And she would post up, like, things that needed reviewing and if you wanted to write this post. And she would use Trello. And it was quite overwhelming because there was, like, 50 other people in this board. So everyone's commenting. But now that I've seen Asha use it, soz Asha, but definitely need to incorporate that somehow in either being it for myself and managing projects myself or sharing yeah, with, mate, with, with I clients. I think it's great. I, I live by them. Sorry if I'm a bad person for not using it so far, but I will now. No, but that's what I, that's how I manage my my team at Mango Pie as well. Is mm. that like that's the, the the easiest way that I find to because you can put in tasks and assign it to someone else, and so they get a notification when you've sent it to them. Yeah. and you put due dates on it and stuff like that. And yeah, I've, I I genu- I find it life changing. If you've not got it, I actually think it would be a really good helpful tool to use for wedding planning as well. I I think Asana and Trello, 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 yeah. T-R-E-L-L-O. So. Yeah, I think they're basically the same thing. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure I might have looked at Trello before I got Asana, and I, I don't know what made me choose Asana, but they are really good for helping you set deadlines, stick to them. Mm. Like, you get a notification at a dedicated time every morning, so at um, 6.30 in the morning I pop up with, like, what I've got to do today or what deadlines are due and that sort of thing mm. so you could definitely use that to your advantage with wedding planning you could definitely use it yourself like I actually really suggest that people go and um, have a look at that even for their own life management like I'm looking at the board now and you've got your information section your correspondence which is where you reply to each other client details so all of my details are on there and a timeline of when everything should be done by and then there's her T's and C's on there. There's um, yeah. the invoice on there. So I love an email. I love to correspond via email. But mm. sometimes if you're looking for something and you're having to scroll through and, you know, we have files and folders for what we do. But if you're, uh, you know, getting married and you don't have that, then this would be a great way of keeping track of everything. You've just dropped yourself right in it because guess who's getting an invite to a podcast board after this call? Who? You, mate. Oh... I've got an Asana podcast so that I literally sent you a screenshot of when we first started doing this and you were like, what is that? And I thought, yeah, no, I'm not going to bother. Oh, so basically, as a wedding planner and event planner, I'm great at organisation. But Rebecca organises me when it comes to the podcast, don't you, babe? A little bit, yeah. And, but, wait, before you go any further, I just want to say a big shout out to Rebecca here because Rebecca edits 
all of this podcast. Every single bit of it. She is the technical brains behind this. So I waffle and she cuts out a lot of that and makes something really good. Um, I can put three things on Instagram, but Rebecca, it is the reason why this podcast is the way it is. Yes, mate. I put up a tweet earlier. You should look at our Twitter. I put up a tweet that said actual real life footage of Rihanna recording the podcast. And it was Mariah Carey in a recording booth. Oh my God. (laughs) No. It was so so mean to me. No, but seriously, I really appreciate it. In all fairness, it's easier for me because I don't have a proper job. You have a proper job. What do you mean you don't have a proper job? What I basically mean is I don't work a nine to five. Yeah, but then I don't think our job is a nine to five, is it? But yeah, I mean, I am office based quite a lot. You know, being a freelancer, you end up having to be in offices quite a lot. Is there anything else wedding you want to talk about? Um, I haven't sung though. I need to sing. Um, what can I sing? Oh, I can sing the John Legend song. What is it? Uh, I think. All of okay, me she's doing it. Here's all of you. You're my DB. I don't know. There you go. Thank you. I was going to say, I think we can do one podcast without you singing, but apparently we can't. Right, well, that was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed hearing about your wedding. Thanks. Thanks for talking to me about your wedding, Ria. Oh, you're welcome, Rebecca. I hope you enjoyed it. I did, and I'm excited to hear more. Yeah. About how you're going to be flying into your wedding on a hot air balloon. Yeah, mate. With fireworks coming out of it and (laughs) confetti. And it'll be like in with like birds as well yeah don't, don't forget the birds oh, and the john legend crooning me don't forget that oh yeah can't forget about john legend and on that okay bye, bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to the wedding people podcast as always you can find us on instagram at the wedding people podcast or you can email us at the wedding people podcast at gmail.com We hope you can listen again to our next episode in two weeks' time.